Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. This is episode 107, The Only One of You. Now, all of the Swifties out there are probably very aware of the lyric that I'm referring to in which she says, you're the only one of you, baby, that's the fun of you. And it's a fun little lyric and a catchy little song, but today I wanna to talk about really just how significant that is and why it's so important and impactful to remember when we're doing therapy work. So I want you to think about this for a second. In the entire history of the world, in all of the nearly 8 billion people on the planet today and the over 100 billion estimated people to have ever lived on planet Earth, there has never, ever been another you. Sure, there have been a lot of people who maybe share your same name, maybe share a lot of your same DNA, have had a lot of similar experiences, but there has never been another you ever in the history of the planet. You are the only one. You are the only one who has ever experienced your exact history, uh, experiences, memories, family, where you were raised, how you were raised, the belief systems you were raised in, your exact genetic code, your predispositions, your talents, your weaknesses. All of those things combine to form an exactly, specifically unique person that is you. And I don't want that to seem overwhelming or scary or isolating. It's actually a really, really, really cool thing. Obviously, a lot of other people may have experienced similar things that can help give them empathy, or maybe other people have uh, been raised in similar environments, and that can help them to understand where you're coming from or, or know a little bit more about your background. But you specifically, down to your genetics and down to every little atom of your being, every memory that you've had, the exact formation of your brain and the neurons that you have are all unique to you. They never have been and never will be the same for anyone else. Now, why do I bring this up? This is a really, really important part of uh, a branch of therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy, abbreviated as ACT, and it's one that I really, really like. But a big part of ACT is the first letter, acceptance. And part of that is accepting things even when they're very difficult or challenging for us to accept. And the hardest ones that I found for most clients and most people in general to accept, when they're our fault, when there are mistakes, when there are shortcomings, our weaknesses, it's really hard to accept these things, especially when we feel like we should be better. And I'll be honest, most humans have this innate drive that we think, well, you know, I need to be the best version of myself. I need to be doing better. I'm not good enough. I need to be more perfect. I need to be uh, smarter or more hardworking or in better shape or richer or uh, more successful or funnier or uh, in a better relationship or whatever it might be. I noticed that this is especially true when people are dealing with bad habits or um, unhealthy or maladaptive coping skills that they've been using for a lot of years that they're trying to quit and they're trying to find some other way to go through their life to deal with their problems and they're having a really hard time not going back to those old patterns or those old behaviors to do this. Unfortunately, where most people get tripped up in trying to change these past behaviors, especially if they're ones that they think are maybe unhealthy or bad for them, is they start getting really down on themselves. They start beating themselves a lot and shaming themselves for these past used coping mechanisms or strategies or ways to numb the pain or get away from the pain or escape from it. And they really, really beat themselves up and shame themselves for this a lot. And I'll tell you this right now, I have never met a problem that shame doesn't make worse. I have never 
ever seen anyone heal through shame. Shame doesn't heal. Shame keeps you stuck. Shame keeps you where you are and tells you that you're not good enough and you can't even escape, so why even bother trying? And this is one area where acceptance and commitment therapy does really good, as we need to accept that these coping mechanisms, whatever they are, were our brain's best attempt, the best way it knew to deal with these problems. And guess what? There's no proof to the contrary. Because you are the only version of you that has ever existed and ever will exist, there's no way that you can compare it to anyone else and say that you're not doing your best. You were doing your best at that time with all of the knowledge and information and history and background and baggage and genetics that you had. You were doing your best. And there's no one else in the history of the planet that we could point to and say, oh, well, look, they were doing better because they aren't you and they never have been you. Not completely anyway. This full acceptance of self, this recognition that we are very unique in what we've been going through can help us to stop beating ourselves up and shaming ourselves for saying, oh, well, I should be doing better. I should be different. I should be past this by now. I should be over this. I should be doing something in a different way because all of those shoulds are made up because there's no one that we could point to and say, look, I should be doing it different because they did it different because they aren't you. Now, a lot of people get a little freaked out by this when they hear this because they think, well, if I'm not shaming myself and beating myself up for these past actions, if I'm just accepting my past self and accepting where I was and, and how I've learned to cope with things and just accepting those bad behaviors, then there's nothing that's going to get me to change. And I know for a fact that's not true because the shame that you've been using, thinking that that's going to motivate you to change because you're beating yourself up for the past, that hasn't been working. Shame doesn't fix behaviors. Not in the long term anyway. So remember, you are the only one of you. Taylor Swift got it right. And the great part about that is that means that you can ease up on yourself. You can give yourself the credit of saying, I am the only person. I am the first person to have ever gone through this exact set of life, history, memories, family, uh, culture, religion, uh, genetics, all of that stuff. I'm the only person who has ever gone through exactly this. And so I am doing exactly the best as I can with this. You'll actually find that we take care of the things that we love. And when you can accept yourself for where you are and where you've been, and when you can love yourself and move forward, that puts you in a much more empowering spot to change the things that you say, okay, yeah, that's where I was. And that's what I was doing. And it was the best I knew how at the time. And you know what? Maybe I'll even end up doing it again in the future. I don't know, but I'm going to be trying to not do that because I don't think that's the kind of person that I really want to be. And that will set you up for much more success. I don't care if it's in therapy, in your personal life, in your relationships, whatever. Because we take care of the things we love. So love this beautiful, unique version of yourself that is the only one that has ever existed. That's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or topics you'd like to request for a future episode, please send me a message on Instagram, at TJCounseling. And with that, I will see you next week. Take care. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.